is going on? Oh, it is Sunday. We got up and did a run this morning, so we're off to a good start. Uh, hopefully, hopefully everyone saw the the post uh, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or wherever you follow the Financial Mirror. Uh, but if you didn't, so today's topic is um, is a topic that I think is very important, obviously. Uh, or I wouldn't be talking about it, but more importantly for every person to hear about, because um, ultimately retirement is going to happen whether whether you like it or not, right? So I was talking last night, and I I was uh, finishing putting some touches on on what I was going to talk about, um, and. I, I I don't know. The more I, I started thinking about retirement, the 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 more that I got kind of excited about about doing this stream today, um, because I don't think that. So previous streams we've talked about um, budgeting, or we've talked about debt, or we talked about you know your financial position, right? How how well you're equipped financially, how uh, how to improve. Uh, how to judge yourself um but this one this one is is a little more i think this is more of a topic that that people understand that that's going to happen right but i don't i don't think that people take it seriously in a sense that it's it it is going to happen like you're going to have to retire you're going to have to stop working you're going to have to you're going to be um physically unable or uh, you're just going to get to the the age. I mean, I, I don't know how to say it any more nicely, but uh, you're just not going to be able to provide to whatever whatever skill or trade that you've that you've developed over time. You're not going to be able to provide to to people at, at the rate that you once were. Um, so th- with those limitations in mind, right? You've got to start. You've got to start prepping prepping for that. So I think that. I think the biggest thing is 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 knowing uh, knowing that that's going to happen that you begin to develop what you want in in your future. Like what do you want your retirement to look like and that you start planning for that now. Um so I I'm I'm, I'm going to hop right in cuz I I am I have a lot to talk about. Uh I did a lot of prepping for for this. Uh, I wanted to give uh, the the retirement, the laws around retirement, the amount of money that you can contribute to retirement that changes, um, doesn't change every year, but it, it changes periodically. Um, so I wanted to give you the, the most up-to-date, latest information. I pulled stats for uh, some of the retirement plan changes, how retirement is shifting, uh, I've talked about it on previous streams, but I want to I want to re-mention it here today. Um, but the biggest thing is when you think about retirement, you think about finances, right? You don't really think about how how the decisions that you're currently making are affecting your your retirement. So you're the we've talked about the debt. We've talked about uh, we've talked about you know your budgeting setting aside you we haven't really we haven't really talked about how those things are impacting your retirement so how that debt is impacting impacting your retirement uh so we've got to we've got to hit that and and understand that the that those those decisions that you're making now are going to affect your retirement so when you're later on down i'm not going to i'm not going to say there's a retirement age there's not really a retirement age um you can retire whenever and I'm going to go over some of the things you have to look for for when you're you're ready to retire but uh, there's not a retirement age people you throw around ages but it normally is the age at which the government will will fund your retirement uh, and that obviously is is changing drastically so uh, so we won't talk about age as much as as criteria that's that's the big thing that I want to focus on is retirement criteria so what does it take to be able to retire uh, and not, and not, you know, need the government to help you. You don't, you don't, you don't want to plan on the government helping you cause they may not. 
Uh, like I said, policies change, laws change. Uh, what is allowed now may not be allowed in the future. What's provided now may not be uh, provided in the future. So uh, we don't want to we don't want to rely on that. We want to rely on ourselves. So um, not to make not to make this awkward and not make cliche, but uh, what I want you to think about is what I want you to think about is five, 10, 15 years from now, where do you see, where do you see yourself? So it's pretty cliche. People always ask you, you know, what do you, what are you looking forward to in the future? What do you have planned for your future? What do you, uh, what do you, what do you want to do? What do you want to, uh, experience? Where do you want to live? Um, how big of a family do you want? Like all these things that people, people will ask you about your future. Um, but it's pretty cliche to think about, but how I want you to think about it today is, is five, 10, 15 years from now, when you think about that, what's going to keep you from doing it, from achieving whatever that picture is, whatever picture comes to your mind when you think about those time frames, what's going to keep you from getting there? Uh, for some, it may be, uh, it may be education. It may be some certification or some, uh, knowledge piece that, that you're missing. But for many others, it's going to be finances. So when you're thinking about that, that the finances being the part that's going to keep your, your future from being exactly the way that you want it, uh, that is something that we have to start focusing on now that we need to focus on today. Cause ultimately, uh, that, that is for most people going to be the the limiting factor that's going to say, okay, this person um, will not achieve their five, 10, 15 year goal because they were unwilling or unable to adjust their financial position today, that they were unable to build upon the wealth that they needed to be where they were, where they wanted to be. Uh, and people look back and they, and they, they realize that they wasted a lot of their time doing X, Y, Z, when that wasn't getting them closer to where they wanted to be, you know, 10 or 15 years from now. Uh, so if you think about that time frame, and it makes you anxious, it makes you you think that uh, you, you, you're not going to be able to get there, or, or you're, you know, that, that the finance, your current financial position is going to affect you, then uh, you're wrong, it, it, you can change what needs to be changed to, to, get to exactly where you want to be at. Um, so the, the anxiety that you're, that you feel about those things, uh, are the same anxiety feelings that, uh, people that are at the, the, the quote unquote retirement age, that's how they feel. People that are at the point where they physically can't work or they physically can't contribute. Um, that same anxiety is the same anxiety that they feel because they're now, they're now approaching an age where they realize that that they can't they can't be an employee an employee to earn an income that they've got to figure out something else. Um, that that's that's a lot of pressure to put on someone that that hasn't properly prepared that hasn't properly done the things necessary to set themselves up uh, for for that age at which they can't work. Uh, that's that's a lot of pressure on on that individual, and that's where I want to help get you uh, into a position where you, you don't have that pressure. You don't have that burden uh, that you're still trying to support you and a spouse or, or yourself or, or what have you, um, that you're, you're very well grounded financially, uh, that you don't need governmental assistance, that you don't need all of these things, uh, that you're, that you're going to be able to make it. So, uh, think about, think about this and, and how, you you don't want to have to rely on others to to help contribute to your financial well-being later on, uh, and it's not a scare tactic. It's more reality that it's going to happen. You're going to get to the point where you can't work. You're going to get to the point where uh, you can't you can't do what what needs to be done, and and it's it's a lot's changing. A lot's changing. So what's working right now? What people are, are benefiting off of? uh, at a, at a retirement age is, is going to change drastically from, from what, what you may experience. So that's the first thing that I wanted to, I wanted to cover is, uh, how the retirement structure is ultimately changing. So 
how how retirement is or was or kind of is and kind of kind of was um, is if you look back at or if you ask your parents or your grandparents uh, how they fund their retirement, it was not uncommon for there to be some sort of pension pension based retirement that they were given. So uh, a pension is nothing more than a a amount of money that is paid out to the individual uh, for the rest of their life after they've given a certain amount of time to that that organization or that industry or whatever um, and and they retire from from that from that occupation so with that being said that is a, a previous previously used uh, retirement structure. So pension-based retirement is not near as predominant now as it was um, back then. So with that in mind, um, I wanted to go through. I did. A, I did a quick a quick search to see which industries currently still are offering new hires that pension plan. Okay, this is what I got. So if you work in any of these industries. You may or may not this this may or may not be a retirement setup for you, and I'm going to go over how you don't have to rely solely on this. You don't want to rely solely on this, uh, but 89% of teachers, so teaching uh, in public, uh, so it went over primary and secondary education, uh, along with uh, public and some uh, private schools are paying out retirement pension retirement. So. 89% of teachers will are still being offered a uh, pension retirement upon their employment at a, at a school system. 86, so almost all local and state government, uh, and that, that's to include the public school teachers, right? Kind of falls in the same category. But 86% of state and local government employees are still being offered a pension. Uh, utility companies. This could be the electrical, the the uh, water, uh, anything like that. Still being offered a pension, uh, or still being offered some form of pension for new hires. Uh, nursing. Nursing is another one. Forty-two percent of nurses still being offered pension plans. Union workers uh, staying long and strong. They are they are fighting for that pension. They want to keep that pension. Eighty uh, percent. And then finally, I wanted to bring up because the probably the the most the most are, are once thought um, retirement was military, and, and military has changed drastically, and and that they are no longer offering a pension based retirement uh, for all new enlistees into the military. They're they're being offered a um, it's called a blender retirement system, and there is nothing more than a four hundred one k for for military service members. So. Prior to, I, I, I forgot the date, but there was a date that uh, all that all service members had to elect if they wanted to be on the old pension or, or blended retirement. So if you're if you're a military um, individual and you're or you're looking to enlist into the military, you're no longer being offered the 20 year uh, retire and and be paid forever deal. Um, so that's that's a big a big thing, right? Uh, is is moving away from that pension structure. So more, more and more and more, you're starting to see that these pension retirement plans are out the window. You can't rely on it. You can't rely on something of that nature to uh, to fund your retirement. So it's it's vital that you you jump in and you say, all right, I'm going to take ownership of my retirement. I'm going to take. Hey, what's up, John Ray? Just saw you pop in there, man. Good to see you, dude. Um, so it's it's uh it's vital that that you that you start to contribute to your own your own pension um per se and you start to contribute to your you you take onus of your retirement. So number one way. So what most companies offer is a 401k. So it's everyone's heard of it, some may understand it, some may not understand it. So I'm I'm going to go over Pretty pretty in depth. I, I spend I'm gonna spend a lot of time on this one uh, because almost all individuals that are working in the workforce right this minute uh, are are more and more being offered 401k plan now. So if you 
if you are allowed, and I'm going to say that because some some 401k or some companies require you to work uh, a certain number of months or a year or whatever, you have to look up your individual company and their their plan. But more and more are are, are providing this, but you may have to work you know three months, six months, twelve months, whatever, to be able to start contributing. For others, it may be that timeline just to have matching. So it's, it's crucial that you go and you, you find out what is your company's policy on uh, 401k contribution. So um, once you figure that out, the, the basic structure, uh, very basic structure of a 401k plan is this. The money is um, most of the time, I'm, I'm going to say that because you can, I've, I've, I'm starting to see more that are allowing you to do um, after tax money uh, to contribute. But for most 401k plans, they're, they're pre-tax based. So before your 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 money is, is, you pay your tax bill on your income for the month, um, they go ahead and take out their, the 401k contribution whatever that whatever percentage or dollar amount that you elect all right the basic structure is that at 59 and a half years old you can start to draw money out of your 401k plan so knowing that right there if that's your plan for retirement you have a 59 and a half year minimum that you need to to make it to to stop working and draw money out all right. So right there, that sort of sets you. If that's your only retirement plan, that is when you can retire is is when if that's going to be your income and you're going to stop working. Fifty nine and a half is a, is a year that you can look forward to 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 stop working and start living off your nest egg. Right. So if if for any reason you you decide to pull money out uh, before fifty nine and a half. There is you're taxed on it at your taxing tax rate uh, as normal income tax, but you're also hit with a 10% penalty on that income as well. So you off the top lose 10% of the money, um, and then you're you're taxed at your normal tax rate. So uh, the the best thing is to is to never rely on a, a retirement account for income. Uh, they allow it. They allow us your money, so they allow it, obviously, because at a 10% penalty uh, where they can hold 10% of your money, that anybody's going to let you jump into it. But um, it's best to leave the retirement accounts alone. Don't look at your retirement account for income, not not short-term income, not emergency income. Let's start here to say don't touch your retirement account. I mean, if, if, if all else, try your best to not touch a retirement account, okay? So misconception, huge misconception around 401ks. A 401k is not stuck with the company that that you started with, okay? And I say that to say, if you move companies and you want to pull your 401k plan with you into so that you can centrally manage the, the distribution of funds for that 401k plan, it is not required that you keep a 401k. So if I work for a company A, and I have a 401k there and I leave company A to go to company B, I can move my company A 401k to company B. I can consolidate the two. The process is pretty straightforward. It's pretty easy to do. You fill out a form. As soon as that form uh, is submitted to company A or the or company A probably has some company that, that manages their, their retirement accounts, you submit to them and say, hey, I want to move it over to XYZ account. All right. All you have to do is get the information from company B for the account it's going into, and they literally write a check to that account as a deposit. So that money never touches your bank account. All right. That's how you get around not paying taxes on it. No, it's not income. You can't touch it. The, the check is pre-filled out for for the, the incoming, the receiving uh, account. You can't touch it. Okay. So huge misconception. Uh, you don't have to manage 15 retirement accounts because you are you you don't have to say well I don't plan on working here very long so I'm not going to contribute to 401k no that's not that's not the smartest thing so if you're you should contribute to your to your 401k um, and you should you should easily uh, be able to contribute move all of your 401 consolidate your 401k accounts if necessary all right 
Uh, the good thing is, is that if you open a 401k account with someone, that money can be housed there. It's very, very rare that they make you move the money. Okay. So if that, with that being said, if you liked company A's structure or whoever was in charge of the monies, let's say Fidelity is running company A and Charles Schwab is running company B and you like Fidelity's platform better, you can, you could just leave the money at, at, at Fidelity. You still have to keep your Charles Schwab open, but as soon as that's, you leave that company, you can move that to Fidelity. If you, if you get, if you, if you're tracking what I'm saying, you can, you can manage the 401ks the way you want. I just highly encourage you to continue to contribute. All right. So moving on to the next thing, though, how the plan works is you elect uh, normally a percentage. I've seen some that allow dollar amounts, but normally a percentage, percentage of your income that says X number of uh, percent of my annual income, I want to contribute to a 401k. So if you did, if you made $50,000, for instance, and you wanted to contribute 5% of your annual income, that means every year you're going to contribute $2,500 a year. So I think that equates to like hundred and something dollars a month. All right. Or whatever a paycheck. I mean, if you pay twice a month. So if you, if you contribute $2,500, that's, that's your annual, the percentage is annual. So you could also look at it. Um, it's, it's really 5% of your check, however you want to look at it, but you're, you're, you're the percentage technically means that percent of your annual income. All right. Um, so, with that being said, there's a, the, the biggest benefit of 401ks is employer matching. So your employer is going to match what you put in uh, up to certain percentages. So uh, a basic structure may be dollar for dollar up to 3%. So if you did 3% of your annual income, the, the, the company would match the, you know, whatever you put in, whatever 3% of your income is, they're going to give you that same amount. So double it. So, uh, we'll use for instance. So if you did, uh, the $50,000 and you decided to do 3%, you're going to put in $1,500. Your, uh, company is going to put in $1,500. All right. So pretty simple. You got a free $1,500 sitting there. Now your $1,500 contribution is $3,000. All right. So as you can see, if you're, if your employer is matching money, you should be contributing up to the max matching that they allow. What you have to look for, um, in matching is there's three types of employer matching. So you have actual employer matching, which is that, that structure I just talked about, which is dollar for dollar up to a certain percent, whatever, then you have a, um, non-elective, which is your, um, is, is a certain amount of money that, that regardless if you contribute to your 401k or not, if you're, if you have a non-elective 401k, um, option on your plan, the company is putting X number of dollars, let's say $500 into your account, regardless if you contribute or not. Uh, and then you have, Profit sharing. Profit sharing is obviously the the more profitable the the company is, the more uh, of the of the profit they share amongst their employees. So you know if they're extremely profitable and they put up a high, um, good, great, whatever you want to call it, profitable year, what they're doing is they're gonna they're gonna thank their employees for helping contribute to that that profitable year, and they're gonna provide profit sharing amongst their employees. They're going to take some of that profit and give it back to the employees for, you know, as a, as a token of appreciation. So, um, very much, very, very, very much a, a, a kind gesture. Uh, but even with those, normally you can still contribute and get, uh, some matching sometimes. So please look for those three words. So employer matching, non-elective, profit sharing. Look for those words, look for those, um, options on your 401k and see what your company is offering. All right. Uh, so very important 401k retirement planning is extremely, extremely important. So, um, 
Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Uh, the other one, and so this one, I do want to hit this one. So the, another concept of 401k, and some people get this confused. Some people don't understand it. They, they say it out loud, but they don't understand what it is. So some will say we match 5%, all right? But then it'll say dollar for dollar up to 3% and 50 cents on the dollar for 2%. All right, so that's 5%. They're technically matching 5%, but dollar for dollar is is just up to 3%. So knowing that, you've got to see, you've got to, to, to realize you're not going to get, like exactly what you contribute is not going to be what they give you, all right? So I'm going to use the same $50,000 example. So $50,000 you put in, uh, or, or excuse me, $50,000 is your annual income, and we're going to say you're doing 5% because you want to meet um, that full match contribution. So 5% you're putting in yourself out of your check, $2,500. All right. Um, if you, if they were a 3% dollar for dollar, 2% 50 cents on the dollar, what's going to end up happening is they're going to end up putting in 1500 for the dollar for dollar, 3%. So 3% of 50,000. And then they're going to contribute another $500 for the remainder, all right? So that's for the last 2%, 50% on the dollar, or 50 cents on the dollar. So hope I didn't lose anyone. Hope everyone un- was tracking that. So what ends up happening is, is you have a total contribution of $4,500 of which you put in 2,500 of it. So free money. Please, I, I, can't, I can't advise you enough. Free money for your 401k. Meet the match and, and, and that's okay more than the match and you're you're boosting that nest egg all right so that's that's uh very vital all right so what i want to show you um and i i didn't plan this i like to do everything live so that you can see uh exactly what what i've got or what i'm looking at so we're gonna go to google sheets we did this last time i'm gonna use google sheets for for everything that um, involves a little math. So let's look at a, let's pull up a blank one. All right. So everything's live here. All right. Everything. So we're going to do annual income. All right. And then we're going to do, um, we're going to do 401k contribution. All right. Drag that out. So 401k contribution. And then we're going to do income taxes. All right. Uh, And then after income taxes, we'll do uh, take home pay. All right. So 50,000. We're going to stay with the easy math. So $50,000. All right. So we're going to do a... We'll do a 5% uh, 401k contribution, and then we're going to do a 22, uh, actually, we'll do a 26, incorporate, we'll get a, try to get an estimate of about how much uh, state and federal would be. Okay. Now, all right. There's a 2,500 that I was talking about earlier. So a 5% 401k contribution, $2,500. All right. So 
we're going to say that um okay at the end i'll do i'll show you the i'll show you the the matching and all that afterwards right now the the end goal what i want to show you is how five percent of your take-home pay which is pre-taxed so this is all coming before oops this is all coming before your your tax okay income taxes haven't hit yet so this 2500 is coming out before it all right so actual tax so actually i'm gonna do this we're gonna do taxable income and we're gonna do that so i'm gonna make this a uh, spreadsheet that we can play with and we can i can show you uh this is not that so this should equal that minus that and then what i did oh it's making this a percentage let's do this and let's make this a is it data validation in this no what is oh it's up here in it let's make this a dollar so 47,500 all right so what i want to show you is that is how we can turn fifty thousand dollars right so we're going to do now we're going to tax it twelve thousand dollars so our take home this is annual take home okay is that minus that thirty five thousand dollars so um but this is this is the kind of stuff that, that uh, like I said, if you if you have trouble with Excel, uh, message me, uh, contact me, go to the website, hit, put in a contact form, uh, and I, I'll happily help you. Or, or uh, if I can figure out a way to add it to my website, to to I'll start uploading some of these spreadsheets that I play with, and you can mess with them. They won't be pretty. I'm not I'm not fancying them up yet, but um, you could you could do something like this. But per month take home is going to be this divided by 12 all right so that's what we got so we're looking at twenty nine hundred dollars a month take home of a fifty thousand dollar income getting paid monthly you could break this down and say if you get paid twice a month or you get paid uh bi-weekly you could you could divide it you know out by 26 and, and get you uh your bi-weekly so we could do uh like I, I want, I really want this to 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 hit home for you. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a biweekly, monthly, and biweekly is probably the two ways that people get paid the most. So that would be biweekly or um, biweekly take home. So this this is the kind of stuff. So what I want you to see is that because all of this happens up here, this pre-tax contribution, because all of the pre-tax, all of this. 401k contribution is happening on above this this i'm going to make this red is above this red line right here everything is happening up here you're earning income you're contributing to your retirement and then uncle sam's taking his money what i want you to see is at a five percent this equaled uh we'll stick to the the monthly because that's what uh you're you're budgeting right you're budgeting for your month so your the monthly take home for is five at five percent contribution is twenty nine. Let's try zero percent. This is uh, this is all I want you to see. So at zero percent, let me put this above. This is this is the message that I want. I really want to to land with you. I want. I really want to land this. So if you don't get it, pop in the chat box. Let me know that that I, what I'm saying does not make sense. Um, but I, I really want this to land home. I really do. So between because because of the contribution all happening before before that percent, this is the difference. $154 is your difference in contribution in in take home, excuse me. So what so so the point I'm trying to make here is I'm going to I'm going to show you a couple percentages because there's a nice little break even uh, or you know about break even point where you can say all right all right that's affecting my take home too much but what I want you to see is that contributing 
you're 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 almost losing money by not contributing is what I really want to hit home. I really want to hit this home. You're almost losing money by not contributing. So for this 5%, we this is how much we didn't take home that month. Okay? And if I did that this isn't fair. So let's we need to we need to I need to um show you this divided by 26 as well. So at 5%, 96.15, I'll be exact. I set aside 96.15. That's how much I set aside, okay? I set, I, I set aside 96.15 that month, and I took home a whopping, or I, I, my take home was affected $154. So let's try 7%. 7%. Uh, my take home for, for the, the, oh, I messed this up. Oh, I messed this up. Sorry. Back up, back up. Beep, beep. That's the truck. All right. So this divided by 12, because this is, uh, I'm saying that to say this, this is monthly. I'm going off of monthly. So the 29, 20, uh, 17, 29, 29, 17 is monthly. That's what I went off of. So I knew something didn't look right. So you're actually saving, so what I was trying to hit at, you're actually saving more than your take home was affected. Make sense? Good. So you actually were in the green. I want all this to, to, to the light bulb just to click. So you made, right there, you made in the green $54.17 by not, not allowing that to be taxed. Okay? So now, Let's jump up to seven percent. Let's let's play with seven percent. This is this is some good stuff. I'm telling you, this is good stuff. You gotta you have to start seeing this. So seven percent. Your take home drops a little bit, right? So our take home drops down to that twenty twenty eight sixty seven fifty. So our take home is decreasing. It is decreasing, uh, but that's where you have to. Um, you've got to come up with with how how much can you affect your take home before you start eating into what you can do with it uh what i like to 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 show uh, so this is nothing more than that so um our change in take home from zero percent to seven percent is 215 we saved a whopping 291.67 so the difference in those, 75.84, all right? So you can see, we're still saving money, more money than is being taken out by doing this. So we're gonna go up to, to 10%, that's $5,000, 10%. Our take home now is 27.75 even, all right? And our, how much we, uh, how much our difference is, is, uh, excuse me, is equal to that now minus that. So 308, all right? But we saved 416.67, meaning, once again, we are saving more than, uh, the, than we're, than we're, losing by by not so you the the more you're contributing to is is great is obviously great because you're getting not only the matching uh is you know three percent you're getting all your matching plus you're contributing more right uh so i could be going in and talking about how you know these these numbers are also being matched and you're saving i'm not even adding in what your employer is matching but this is really simple really simple layout of how your 401k contribution is is absolutely the easiest way to save for retirement absolutely easiest way all of this is pre-tax money it's all coming out before your ta your taxable income pops in it's all before anyone can touch your money so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna show you what the the recommended amount is 15 percent. everyone if you if you look up anything that says how much 
uh, should I save or how much, you know, what, what, what's, how much should I be saving every month for retirement? You're going to absolutely see the number 15% pop out everywhere. So just real quick. So our, how much we saved uh, for this month is 625. You can see this number is, is getting massive. If we're saving 625 bucks a month, that's that's pretty good. Um, so it, it's getting massive, right? So the um, and then this was excuse me. So this that's not 625. We're gonna go with this. Our take home pay is affected 462, but we saved 625. Uh, so once again, pull this down. $162 saved. So I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to belabor this point, but this is, this is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about is that you're, you, you think you, you, you mentally you're telling yourself, well, I'm not, I'm not bringing home as much money. Well, I mean, you're right. You're, you're giving away. If you want to look at it, you're giving $462 to your future. Now that's not money lost. Okay. So you're giving $462 to your future out of your current income, all right? Of the 462, 625, uh, you're technically even 625 because 162 of it is, is pro you're, you're profiting just by allowing that money to come out before you're taxed. So you're giving away $462 out of your paycheck. That's valid. Um, so you, your, your, your take home changes 462. If $462 is too much for your take home monthly pay to, to be affected. You're not ready for 15%, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. If you're right here at 5%, I'm telling you right now at 5%, you're this number up here. What is what? $4,500, $4,500 a, a year is what you're saving towards your future. So, don't don't get wrapped up in the fact that well I can only give five percent. Well that's fine. Give five percent because there's a lot of people out there that are not. They're sitting right here at this zero percent. And I didn't even write it in. This is a bunch of zeros. I mean, they're getting nothing. This is your take home pay is what you earn and you're taxed, you know, fifty thousand dollars is taxed at twenty six percent. Um you you can change that. You can absolutely change that. You just you have to start contributing early. You have to contribute first off. Um, the, and the more you contribute, the the better off you are. So uh, I really want to, I'm, I'm not going to belabor the point, but let's just, I'm just going to do one last thing. I just want to show you. So if you contribute that $4,500 uh, per, you know, uh, per year based off of your $50,000 and you're getting the contribution, um, which is your only 2,500 of that is yours, right? Um, so I just want to give you an example. So the stock market, which is mo your 401k is going to be based off of, you know, different mutual funds, different stocks. You don't have to buy those individually. Whoever's managing Fidelity, Charles Schwab, um, I'm trying to think of someone like TD Ameritrade, whoever, whoever is doing your retirement account, whoever's that 401k is through, um, that's who's doing your, your, your buying for you. So what I, what I want to do, stock market averages a 7% return on average. So if you did a 7% return, that's how much you're returning on $4,500, you know, right now. So if, if your 4,500 ends up being 48 and there's, there's tons of charts out there. And like I said, I'm not going to get into building my whole, a whole new one. Um, I just, I just want this, this point of, um, simple, this is that you, you contribute for one year and never contribute again. Uh, I just want you to see that, that your money will grow. It will absolutely grow. So, so don't think that, that because you can't contribute a ton, you can't contribute some astronomical amount of money that your money is not going to grow. If you were with this company right here and you didn't contribute, but for the first year, um, you're looking, you're looking at, uh, you know, $5,152 after one year return, two years return. So, uh, so please, I, I'm, I'm 
I'm really insisting that if you have never looked at your company's 401k or you don't have any idea of the breakdown of it, take the time that the, the challenge this week is to go and look into the retirement plans that are currently available to you. That's the challenge this week. The, the retirement plans currently available to you. Okay. So what I want to show you is, is this, or, or not even, not even show you as much as I want to, I want to highlight. Actually, let's, let's pull this up. So when we look at, when we look at social security, so that's the next thing I wanted to hit. That's, you know, so it's a, it's a, a sticky subject because of the fact that it's not supposed to be around, you know, for people, especially my age to benefit off of. So if you've never looked at this, or if you thought that retirement, social security retirement is the same for everyone, this is a structure that or a, a strategy that is being implemented to try to preserve social security. Will it work? I don't know. We'll see. But what I want, what I want you to think about is that, um, you cannot rely on social security to be your retirement. Okay. You cannot rely on a government that is, uh, I'm not bashing the government in any way, but what I'm saying is that the, our U S government has a, a knack for not understanding or not being able to manage money. So if, if you're, if you want to put your retirement into the hands of someone that doesn't do well managing money, I'm not, I'm not sure what your retirement plan really is. Um, it's like asking, asking a six year old to say, Hey, we budget my money for me because, because their budget is going to be, you know, toys and ice cream. Uh, you, you cannot, you cannot put your retirement plan at the hands of some, someone that, or in this case, an organization that has, has a, has a tendency to not know how to manage money. So we, you've got, you've got to think about your future and setting yourself up to be able to, to achieve the, the kind of, or the picture of, of retirement that you want. So if you've never heard of what are a full retirement age, or chart, or, or if you've never understood how Social Security works, I want to be the first to introduce it to you. So, it's, it's 60, 62 is, is the initial age at which you can begin to draw uh, your Social Security. So, if you're almost at the age 62, or if you've surpassed the age 62, um, you, you are eligible after 62 to, to begin drawing your Social Security. Now, what I want you to understand is that you're you're benefited by waiting. So 62 is the minimum age to withdraw, but you are given um, a, a credit. Or you, uh, if you're the longer you wait past and you get to your full retirement age, you will actually get more of the money. Okay. So this is this is what I want to highlight. So 37. If you were born um, between the ages of 37 and 42, you don't see that one on this chart. This is, a, I guess, a more recent chart. But um, if you were born full retirement and age 62, it's your, okay. So if you were born uh, before or between the, the years 37 and 42, your full retirement age is 65. All right. So if you draw at 62, you receive a 20% reduction. If you draw at 63, you receive a 15% reduction. If you draw at 64, you receive a 10% reduction. At 65, you're at your full retirement age and you will draw your full um, amount, okay? At, if you were born between 42 and 59, your full retirement year, right here, you can see it on this one this time, is 66, all right? And then there, I'm being general, so obviously you can see these months, posi, posi, posi. 66 
is your full retirement age here or there. Reductions. If you draw at 62, it's 25%, 63 is 20%, 64 is 15%, 65 uh, is 10%. At 66 is your full retirement age, you will get your full retirement money. All right. For people in my age group, so 1960 and later, so anyone 1960 and later, your full retirement age is 67. So they've moved it up another year. So our reduction starts at 30%. So 62, you get a 30%. 63 is a 25%. 64, you can see they go down 5% each. So 64 would be a 20%. 65 would be a 15%. 66 would be a 10%. All right. So if Social Security is around, that's that's the reduction that you're gonna that you're gonna to take on if you decide to take money out at 62 to whatever age I just said. So understand that and then understand one more thing. So you've got that. So you reach the full retirement age. Do you have to start drawing then? The answer is no. You do not have to start drawing at your full retirement age. If you're 65, if your retirement age is 65. Oh, stream dropped. So, yeah, I went over a lot of stuff right there, but, um, yeah, that, that was cool. So pretty much what, what you missed while I was sitting here talking to myself was the fact that there's a, a, a gap in, uh, your, how much you contribute to 401k or excuse me, your social security, 8% increase if you're in the 65, uh, 66, 67 age group, a, um, a six and a half, seven and a half percent increase if you're in the 65 age group. Okay. So know that, know, know your retirement, uh, amount, know what your, uh, social security benefit is and go with that. All right. So, IRA account is the other vessel in which you can do uh, your retirement. So with the IRA, what you're doing is you're going to put in, um, you're going to have a traditional or Roth. So traditional would be basically the retirement account in which your um, money is going to go in pre-tax and it's going to be taxed when you withdraw it. If your money is going into a Roth, you're going to pay the taxes beforehand, but you're going to draw tax free. So which one should you go into? Uh, the first question is, is your Roth IRA has to, uh, has, you have to meet a, a there's a, a, an income limit. So if you're single, it's 139,000. If you're married, it's 206,000. So know that first. And I'm going to hit IRAs in a future stream, so so don't. I'm not going to talk as much about them, but just know that the if you're going to use a uh, IRA and a 401k together, uh, what a lot of people do is they tax diversify, or they what they do is um, they have if their 401k is uh, is pre-tax money, which most are. They're what they'll do is they'll uh, do a Roth IRA for their IRA account, which just allows them to have money that is uh, gonna be withdrawn tax-free. So when they take money out of their 401k, that will be taxed, but then when they draw money out of their IRA account, it won't be taxed, it'll be tax-free. So uh, it's, sort of, it's sort of where you're not double paying taxes when you go to withdrawal, okay? So that's that's the, the concept or that's the idea behind that. So uh, just make sure that you, you understand, you know, which the different vessels that you have to, to put money into for your retirement and then go with that. So for uh, the average retirement age per, um, you know, the Social Security uh, web page is 63. So if the average retirement age is 63, um, that's when most are going to stop working, but it's really up to you on when you stop working. So 
couple of questions to ask yourself if you're thinking about uh, if you're thinking about retiring. The first question you ask yourself is, are you debt free? Because when you retire, the less that you don't want to have any debt, and the less your expenses are monthly, uh, it makes it it makes your how much you need to live off of that much less. So we want to have as little expenses as possible when we retire. Very, very important. Very important. So uh, make sure that you have as little expenses as possible. And then that that can help with your uh, with your income, how much you're required to have as an income. So with that being said, the house is included in this. If you can eliminate your house from from your expenses, that is a huge, huge plus for you. Because expenses-wise, the, the, your home or your your living is one of the, the more expensive things that you that you have to you have in your uh, budget. So uh, we want to get debt-free first. That's step one. To, am I can I retire? Are you debt-free? If the answer is no, no, you cannot retire. Work, pay off your debt, um, retire later. The second thing you have to do is you have to decide what your standard of living is. So if your standard of living is going to be, you know, a shack, okay, lesser standard of living, cool. If it's a mansion, more standard, higher standard of living, cool. Decide on what that is. And then we can start making, you have to create a budget around that standard of living. If you're almost at the retirement age, something that you can do when you, uh, when you do this is you've got to, um, you can you can practice retiring. And I, I say that and jokingly, but you could set that budget and see. You know, this is after you've paid off everything. This is when you're getting ready to retire, right? Not right now, not while you're still, not for me right now, but maybe for you right now. But when you're getting ready to retire, everything is paid off. This paid off, and you're this is the position that you're in, and you you're establishing that. Try to live only on the amount of uh, create a budget and say, I'm not, you know, this is, I'm going to try to live on just this. See if you can, if you can't, we either have to adjust the budget or we got to keep adding to the nest egg. All right. Plan on retiring before age 59. This is important because 59 and a half is when you can draw out your 401k and your IRAs about the same. So know that that money can't be touched before 59. So if you plan on retiring before 59, you've got to create another vessel of money for you to be able to retire before then, whether that be stocks, investments, savings accounts, something. Savings account, be be careful with because annual uh, percentage yield for savings right now is 0.75 to 1% maybe. So COVID affect that a lot. You used to get almost 2%, 1.75, 2% on high, on high yield um, savings accounts. But be careful with that, um, because, but because that's going to be your that's going to be your your nest egg until you're 59. So whatever you create outside of those retirement accounts, that's the nest egg to get you to 59. So if you can build those up enough, or you you can make money without you know the need of of anything else, go for it, do it. That's that I encourage you. Retire early, but test run that retirement. Figure out. How much is going to to be for for you to retire? Um, and finally, the the last thing that I wanted to show you is this. Um, let's get this. Last thing I wanted to show you was. Um, I can't get that. So let's just go to this. Daily.com calculators tools. All right, so oh, did fine. So let's just do Fidelity Retirement Score Tool. That's what I was looking for. There we go. Go do this. If you if you're early in your retirement, uh, just go through this. So I'm just gonna make some stuff up. Uh, what's your most current recent income? We've been playing with fifty thousand. Let's do fifty thousand. Uh, let's say that we were only at that forty five hundred. We're our first year in. We've we've saved. You know, uh, I must you save each. Oh, I messed that up. I said we had forty five hundred. Let's say we're our second year in. We're doing another forty five hundred. 
uh, standard of living. So let's say you'll spend the same. Uh, let's say you do 50, yeah, balanced. Boom. We're on track. Look at that. We're doing good. So if our retirement age is, let's drop this down to 59. What are we at? Oh, yeah, we're doing good. Monthly. Oh, that's monthly saving. Oh, snap. That's not how much we're saving monthly. We're saving like, what was it like? That's the reason why it was so good. Uh, we're, let's say we're saving like that 15%. It was like 600 bucks, right? So it, to save 1500 bucks, you can see if that's the most you saved, you need to retire. If that's the most you ever saved, you need to retire by da -da -da, 70, roughly 70. Yep. So go play with this. See, see what you're, how on track are you for your retirement and, um, see what you come up with worth looking at. So, uh, that's all I've got. i once again, I'm apologize for the stream cutting out. I still don't know what happened, uh, for everybody that, uh, that stuck around. I appreciate it. Um, but next week it'll be the same time Sunday, one o'clock. And uh, I'll see you then. Peace.